This is Betsy Jensen, and you are listening to Unstoppable Body and Mind, Episode 50, A Detective for the Opposite. In this podcast, we learn to upgrade our brain and understand the power of our thoughts to heal and to create the results we want in our life. Become the person in control of your healing and make peace with your life. Become unstoppable, body and mind. Hello, my loves. This is episode 50. I think I've been saying hello, my friends, at the beginning of every episode. And I just decided that you guys are as much my loves as you are my friends. (laughs) And I like the idea of sharing love. So I'm just going to call you all my loves. Everyone listening, uh, yeah, welcome today. Thanks for listening. I love that you're listening or watching. Maybe you're watching this on Instagram or Facebook or YouTube. So welcome today. If you've been enjoying this podcast, please make some time to go over to iTunes. I'll have a link in the show notes where you can go over and give it a rating and a review. So it really helps the podcast be found by more people and share this message of healing and hope and love. (laughs) All right. So today I am going to talk about being a detective for the opposite. And this is how you can apply some techniques to start changing your thoughts around something. A lot of times our thoughts are what is holding us back. And I talk a lot about thoughts on the podcast because our thoughts are what create our emotions. We think it's things outside of us that create emotions, but it's actually our thoughts. That's where we have a lot of power. Now, sometimes we want to keep the emotions that we have. They might feel appropriate for what we're going through, but sometimes our emotions aren't serving us, so we can trace them back to the thought, and we can start to poke holes in it. We can start to look at it maybe from a different perspective, from another point of view, and start to challenge the belief that we have. And a lot of times what we'll find is the exact opposite has some truth to it. Sometimes even as much truth as the thing that we're believing. So that gives you some freedom then. You can choose of the things that are true, how you wanna talk about something, how you wanna talk about your past or your future, all with describing things that are still true, which is important for your brain. But what your brain naturally does is to look for things to prove its beliefs. We want to think sometimes that we're objective and open-minded, but that's not very efficient for our brain. Our brain likes to just be reinforced with what it already thinks and believes and not not challenged. That would take up a lot of our energy. So sometimes we even just filter out facts. We just plain don't even see them, don't even notice them. So when we start to be a detective for the opposite, we shift our focus. I'm going to give you some examples if you're wondering what I'm talking about. Imagine if you were trying to stop eating candy and you might have some beliefs about candy, about how it makes you feel happy and it gives you energy and it's something to look forward to and you get to treat yourself and indulge. But you do want to stop eating candy. So 
all of those things seem really true. You can't just push them away and say, no, I don't like eating candy anymore. Your brain does not believe that. But you could start by thinking of some of the reasons that you don't like eating candy. You could think of also true facts about candy that show it in a different light. Maybe you actually crash a little bit more after you have that energy surge. And then you notice that you're a little more tired or a little more cranky, or you have a weird film in your teeth, just anything that you notice when you step back and look at the whole, you know, idea of what's going on with you eating candy and wanting to stop. Do you think that you want to eat candy all the time? And so it's going to be hard to stop. Look at the times that you don't want to eat candy. Maybe you wake up in the middle of the night and don't want to eat candy. So your brain can find one piece of evidence of how it's not right. <laughs> I think I want to eat candy all of the time, but when I look at it, there are definitely some times of the day I don't want to eat candy and I don't even crave it or think about it. And then you start to open up to like, when is it that I do want to eat candy? Oh, it's when I have a lot to do, or it's when I know I'm going to be driving for a while and I want to stay awake. You can really just look at all that's going on. So start to build these cases against what you already believe if you want to be able to change your thoughts. Maybe you have a story from your past that is very heavy for you, that has a lot of self-limiting beliefs or victimization or blaming other people. And if you're ready to address and rewrite that story, you could look at how the opposite might be true. So imagine you felt neglected by your parents and that they didn't pay enough attention to you and provide enough opportunities for you. And that story could feel very true to you, but it's also painful to you and maybe not serving you. So you could step back and look at it. Are there examples of how they did care? But by really being open to the possibility that there are other alternatives, there are other ways of seeing it, then it allows you to let go of the heaviness that you're carrying around. What about with your body? What about with pain? It's very, very common for us to tie our pain to activities, maybe what we ate, what we did, um, how long we sat, things like that. So look for examples of the opposite. If you think I can only sit for 10 minutes before I start to have pain, then start to look for any examples of when you might have sat longer without pain. Sometimes people find that they have one or two examples of a time that they were very caught up in something or distracted, or maybe there was even an emergency and they didn't actually feel pain when they thought that they would have. Now, we won't notice these things naturally. Our brain will shut it down. We have to look for examples of the opposite. When you allow a little space, I keep hitting the microphone. When you allow a little space to open up, then it gives you room to create something new. 
I had an example of that this last week. I've been trying to really think a lot of the sentence I got from one of my clients, which I love, that what if everything is easier than I think it's going to be? So I've been applying this my last few weeks at my physical therapy job. I am finishing up being a physical therapist, transitioning to life coaching. And so I'm kind of working double (laughs) right now. It's a little, um, okay, that's a thought, but it's a little much. (laughs) Um, And as you might've heard from my podcast before, generally I have the thought that there's too much to do, there's not enough time. So I've really been going in with the attitude of, What if everything is easier than I think it is? And it's amazing. I started noticing when I went to type a note, what if it's easier than I think it is? And I might do it faster and I might look for the ways that part of the note was already completed or didn't need to be done, or I could copy and paste something. And I started to have these ideas, like with scheduling, I'd literally never thought this before, but since I opened up that space in my brain, what if everything is easier than I think it is? I had a new idea for scheduling where for my physical therapy clients, I do basically what I do with my coaching clients. And I sent them a link to my Calendly and I had them sign up for a time which automatically generated a Zoom link and blocked off the time so that no one else could schedule it. And so something that would have normally taken me days of trying to get back and forth with parents, I was able to send one text to each of the parents. And within the first three hours, half of my visits were already scheduled. And I've been doing my physical therapy job virtually since last March. I had never thought of it. I had never allowed myself to think of a new way to do it that was easier because I thought that scheduling was hard. So I encourage you, this is fun. Look at how your life can be easier. Look at how your life can be better. If you are holding on to some beliefs that are hurting you, you have the ability to change it. So start looking for those examples in your life of how the opposite might be just as true or truer than what you already believe. In that is your freedom. All right, you guys, see you next week. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you learned a little bit about your brain today that helps you in your life like it helped me. Please be sure and subscribe and leave a review. And of course, be sure and share this podcast with someone you know that wants an unstoppable body and mind.